a good Erev Shabbos Raboisai. Nice to be coming back to the Zman Bez Hashem and of course to the beginning, voracious beginning of everything. So we have a Rashi brings a Midrash on the Pasuk, Umipri Ha'etz Asher Besoch Gan. So we have a contradiction. When Hashem gives Adam the command not to eat from the eighth das tovara, he just tells him not to eat from it. However, when the Nachash asks Chava, what about this tree? So Chava says, not only that you shouldn't eat from it, and you shouldn't touch it. So Rashi picks up on that discrepancy. Rashi, quoting the Midrash, Barashas Rabbah, picks up on that discrepancy. He says, you see, that what happened is the Chava added to the words of the Torah, to Hashem, to the words of Hashem, to the words of the Torah. Uh, and this is a source for what says in Mishlei, al don't add to Hashem's words. Pen lest you be reproached, maybe lest someone show you to be incorrect, and you will be shown to have been wrong. And the Midrash understands it means that the Nachesh saw that Chava had added to the words of Hashem, to the words of the Torah. So then he waited for an opportune moment, pushed her in where she bumped into the tree. And she saw she didn't die, and he said, so you see, so you didn't die, so then also if you eat, you won't die either. And that's what the pen yochiach bach, lest you be um, proven not like that, v'nechzavt, and you'll be shown, and you, you'll be made into a liar, means you're going to actually violate the, uh, you're going to say that the whole thing is, is, uh, not true, and violate the entire mitzvah, like Hafa did. That's what the Midrash says, the Rashi says, that Hava added to what Hashem said. However, if we look in Pirkei de Rebbe Nossin, so there it brings a slightly different version of the story. It's a he said, she said situation. Because in Pirkei Rabbi Nason, it says that Adam Arishan is the one that changed what Hashem said. He didn't tell Chava what Hashem actually said. And rather, he added to what Hashem said and said not to even touch it because he was afraid that Chava would get involved with it. So he said don't, not even to touch it. And that's why she, when she was pushed into it by the Nachash, she was convinced by the serpent that it is not going to cause them to die, even to eat from it. Okay, so the first question that uh, I just want to clarify on this Alvaz de Rabbi Nossin is... Wasn't Chava there when Hashem spoke to Adam? 
So it's, it's a tricky thing because, of course, Chava's existence went through different um, states of existence. Um, right before Hashem's command to... Uh, right after Hashem commands Adam not to eat from Eidas Tovara, Hashem separates off Chava from Adam. So seemingly until then, they, the two of them were one. She was there. So, why does Adam have to tell her anything? So perhaps, there's a, uh, we know there's a disagreement in the Gemara, whether, what exactly was the state of Chava from which part of Adam was Chava made, created. And uh, one opinion is, so it's either Shnei uh, Pratsufim, that uh, there was, Adam and Chava were like two full people that were attached back to back, or that she was taken from his zanav, he had a tail, and Hashem took that, removed that tail and made Chava. Uh, so I guess if we say that Chava came from a tail, then it makes more sense that she didn't really hear what was being said. Uh, tail not privy to that, tail just follows what the head says. So once she was made into a full, parts of full shape of a person, so then she had to be told again by Adam uh, that information. But if we say it was two parts of him, that would be more difficult. She was, she was there as a full person. She was just separated along the back and closed off. Uh, and perhaps indeed this is why Rashi doesn't go with this explanation of Avos de Rashi goes with the Midrash. Because Rashi, where it says that Hashem separated off Atzela from Adam, Rashi says very clearly that, that meant an entire portion, entire half of Adam. And Rashi says, uh, brings this opinion of the Shnei Partsufim, that Chava was a full-blown half of, an, of, of the Adam. So just like he, he heard Hashem speaking, makes sense that she heard Hashem speaking. She wasn't told anything by Adam. But perhaps the Avos de Rabinasan is going with the other understanding of Chava having the tail and therefore would need to be informed by Adam as to Hashem's commandment. Unless, why is the Avos de Rabinasan seeming to insert all this information when the Pasuk just says that Chava is the one that said this? Hashem told Adam and Chava, or maybe just Adam and Chava was still a minuscule part of Adam, however, like what you said, but either way, um, then we see that Chava changes the story. So why not just leave it simple? That's Chava's the one that said it, so she's the one that, uh, that added. So the Binyan Yoshua, the Forsham on the Avos Derbinasan, says, that this is because the Avadzirbidasan finds it difficult, the famous Kasha that everyone asks on this Midrash, on this Rashi, that is, if Chava is the one that added to the words of Hashem. 
she knows Hashem told them not to eat. She says, you know what, let's be, let's be from, let's be machmir, also won't even touch. And then she gets pushed into the tree, and she touches the tree. So what? So she doesn't die. Of course she didn't die. She knows she was not going to die. She knows she added to the words of Hashem. So why would she get so confused by that? Why would she get uh, persuaded by the serpent saying that just like you touched the tree and didn't die, so too if you eat the fruit you won't die. If she herself is the one that added these words, then she should say to Nachash, you know what, actually, um, okay, the, the, the touching part, that was my own addition. But the eating, that, that for sure, Hashem said. That is the kasha, and says the binyan Yeshua. That's why the Avad Rebinosan is saying that it was Adam who said it. So you have to go with the fact that Chava was the Zanav, seemingly. And in addition to that, you have to insert that Adam the, therefore informed her about the commandment, and then he's the one that added to it, and she was just saying over what Adam said. That's uh, what's motivating the Avad Rebinosan. But Lamaisa, we have a Midrash Barish Rabbah, and the truth is the Pashas of the Gemara as well sounds like this. Um, and Rashi brings it. So if we look at the Gurari on the spot, the Gurari gives a beautiful explanation. And he says that Chava reasoned that Hashem telling them that if they eat from the fruit of the tree of knowledge, good and evil, they will die is because there's a physical reality about this tree that it is a source of death. It's, it's poison. It is a source of, not just poison, the poison is a source of all death. As we know, Adam and Chava ate from that tree and that was the source of all death that came into the world. So, yeah. murder, poison, disease, starvation, anything, all, all death comes from this tree. So Chava reasoned that if Hashem is telling me that this tree is the source of all death, so to eat from it, die you will surely die, maybe even instantaneously. But it, even to touch it would bring some sort of a death, would put a person in touch with death. It will also, also has death, not in the same way as eating the fruit. But there is death there. And ah, you'll say, so if that's the case, Hashem should have said, don't touch it, and how much more so do you won't eat it? So the Gary says, no, because Chava reasoned that Hashem was warning not to eat because a person has a big taiva to eat. The fruit is very desirable to eat. It's uh, like, like, uh, like Chava saw that it was Nechmad, right? It was it was desirable. It was uh, beautiful. It was delicious, and uh, and therefore, for, it spoke to all three aspects of a person. Uh, the the Maral explains in Perkiavos, I believe in his commentary in the Perkiavos, that the three descriptions in Pasuk Vav over here, but Vatara, Vatere, Haisha, that the woman saw. Kitova eats la Michael, it's good to eat. Kitaiva who? So, Elaine, so Taiva is a physical desire. Venechmad eats 
Lahaskil. So we have here intellectual fulfillment. We have um, emotional desire. of being taiva uh, naim, and we have a physical desire that it's uh, good to eat. Tova eitz l'maichel. So we have all three. Tova eitz l'maichel, to eat for the physical body. Taiva naim is emotional uh, fulfillment, and nechmad ha'eitz l'haskil is intellectual uplifting. So there's such a huge drive to eat this fruit. That's why Hashem stressed over here not to eat the fruit. But of course not to touch it. But the, what's the big deal about that? Anybody cannot touch it. Nothing uh, arousing a person to touch the fruit. So that's what she thought. Uh, and therefore when she touched it and no death came, she said, oh, so it must be the whole thing is wrong. So that is, uh, that is the answer to the uh, Binyan Yeshua's kasha and everybody else's kasha. Why would Chava, she herself added on to the words of Hashem, and now because she was pushed into the tree, she is doubting the entire commandment of Hashem? The answer is no. She's not adding in the sense of explicitly adding on an external thing. She was extrapolating. That's what it means adding. She was extrapolating from what she knew to what must be. If this thing is a source of all death, if consuming a source of all so touching it is coming in contact with death, is also uh, interacting with death. It's also deathly. And that makes a lot of sense. So then the question is, so where did she go wrong? We know that Lamaisa, touching it, does not cause death. It does not cause death. But eating it does. So seemingly that is the big lesson over here, is although the Midrash does say that mitzvahs can be, are referred to sometimes as etzos, as, as, as advice, because mitzvahs guide us in a good way. They're productive. They, they improve the quality of our lives, they improve uh, how we live our lives, they are guiding us. But chas v'shalom, to think of, as, of mitzvahs as describing to us a physical or even a metaphysical reality, but rather mitzvahs are their ex- expression of the will of Hashem. And, if the, the, and the will of Hashem was that it shouldn't be eaten. I mean, it shouldn't be eaten we, we, can, we can try to understand, we can try to understand the, 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 the reasons. But the, it starts from the learning of the word of Hashem. And if, if uh, there's, there's, what we, there's what Hashem says, and there is, if we understand there's Exer Samalach, we can use, of course, the Gimomido Shetor and Bahem, the 13 principles of Exegenesis, and Svara to Shepherd, but not to say that, oh, all it is is that there's some sort of a physical reality that, uh, you know, that pork is not allowed to be eaten because it uh, tends to be infested with some sort of uh, worms and, and uh, you know, 
uh, tumor? Is it just another way of staying away from bacteria and things like that? Uh, no, there may be certain corollaries in the physical world, but ultimately the mitzvahs are their decree of the king, and that word is absolute, and where Hashem drew the line, that's where we can go up to, and beyond that is death. And uh, of course, to make a siag, to make a fence, there is a healthy fence, there is a good fence, that is done with seichel, that's first of all something the Chazal do, and second of all, something that even we see for pious people, the Mesulah Sharm talks about setting up fences for yourself, as long as it's clear that those are fences, that these are not mitzvahs. What one should not do is to extrapolate and to add to the Torah itself and to say that if this is what it means, then, then the Torah certainly must want me to do this as well. That is something that one must be very careful not to add unto the words of Hashem, lest they be disproven and then turn out to be liars. So I guess we start off this year with appreciation for the Gzer Samelech and the tremendous Zahirus that it requires and the Chochma that it requires dealing with the Yitzhahara. To know Nachash is very clever and yes, it was appropriate for Adam or for Chava to set fences, but it has to be done with a Chochma, with a Seichel, where through the learning of Torah one is aware what's a fence, what's not a fence, not to extrapolate from the Torah, to understand what it is the Torah Hashem is, and uh, as Hashem with our Zahirus and our Lima Torah and our Chachma will be safe from the Eitzas Hanachash. Wishing everyone a great Shabbos.